The Pure Jamie Milne Podcast. Where we have a dream to create a community full of happy, healthy, and knowledgeable people who create global positive change through sharing their journey. Tune in, saddle up, and listen in. Be inspired. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I've got the one and only Jimmy James McGovern here, the um, the director uh, of the Good Place, um, originally from Sydney, Penrith. Yeah, from Penrith, West yeah. Sydney. Uh, and they've got a holistic cafe slash restaurant. So in a field or in an industry where everything's pretty fast, it's it's um, there's a lot of greasy spoon, there's a lot of unhealthy options. These guys, uh, Jimmy and his team, um, they have got holistic, whole foods, sustainable, organic, locally sourced food. It tastes incredible, easily, easily. One of my favorite cafes on the coast. Um, love it, I really, really love it. If it was a little closer to the ocean, I'd probably be there every fucking morning, noon and night. But um, it's really quite incredible. Um, a lot of the members of our community love their facility, love their food, um, love their culture, their values, your principles. Um, also, there's a number of good place cafes around the place. I think there's Cleveland, Homestead, The Greens, uh, Noosa, Kiwana, Bettinia. Is it Bettinia? Bettinia's coming up. Bettinia's coming, coming up as well. Penrith? Yeah, going we, to the homeland. Going yeah. back to the roots. <laughs> going to the roots. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm super, super stoked to talk to Jimmy. We're going to have a little chat about um, about business and just about Jimmy and, and, oh, and your purpose and your um, passion and stuff like that. And I suppose... Sweet. Mate, welcome. JMT TV, episode 41. Yes, how good is this? Thanks, mate. Yeah, thank you for coming. You're a very busy man, so I appreciate yes. your time. Thanks for having me. Mate, give us a give us a little elevator elevator speech. Yeah. He's also a lead singer of a band, uh, too, by the way. I thought I'd just quickly throw that in. And I had to listen to a few of their songs yesterday on Instagram. Oh, mate, I'm almost like, which is sign, <laughs> sign my chest or something. I just feel like, fuck, mate. Yeah, there you go. Like, really quite incredible. Yeah, cheers, man. And these biceps are about five times bigger, too. I've seen you holding a microphone. I'm like, fucking hell. Oh, back in the day when I was... Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, I was a bit bigger back then. I was. Holy fuck. I used to have an office in a gym. So I used to go. train twice a day, mate. I used to, or, you know, just whenever. Whenever I was stressed, I'd go out to the gym and yeah, wow. I was about 10 kilos heavier back then. Fucking, and muscle too. Like, yeah. wild. Those yeah. arms look like my quads. <laughs> like, man, I'm still, I'm like, fucking hell. Is that fucking Jimmy? Yeah, yeah, a bit of, um, yeah, mainly CrossFit as training. So it's sort of, yeah, right. sort of that, that style of training. Um, and just, yeah, that was, well, we had, and my diet as well was, you know, back then I had a nutrition station. So yeah. protein shakes, that's what our core product was back then. So oh. we, we uh, made protein smoothies, man. So I was just training, eating, training, eating. So <laughs> any yeah. amount of stress or anxiety, fuck this. I'm just going to curl it out. I'm just going to get rid of it. Yeah, man. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so that was, uh, that was back then, but it's a much, much different person now, I guess. Mm. Back, uh, not, not singing in the band anymore. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know if we want to sort of get into that, how that happened, but um, that was sort of the catalyst even for yeah. what I do now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, The Good Place, 
we're, we're a chain of cafes which focus on community health and environment. Yep. Um, every decision we make is looking back at those core principles and values and how we can impact those positively. Mm -hmm. So, um, and, and they're all really connected as well. So, um, you know, you've got... You've, you to have good health, you need to have a good supportive community. Um, yeah. You know, for you for your mental health. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and generally sourcing food where you know where it's from yeah. um, is going to be better for you anyway. It's going to be real whole food if you know where it's grown, how it's produced. Yeah. Um, so we use local farmers that support the environment, um, mm -hmm. give back to the environment um, in terms of uh, no pesticides, uh, regenerative agriculture, where they, um, you know, don't just uh, don't just harvest the land. You know they seek to put to to put put something back into the soil. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's mainly around soil health. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and yeah, then our menu is entirely gluten free. No bullshit. No um, no chemicals. Um, you know no no uh, just no bad stuff. Man, just no bullshit. That's really what it is. Yeah. Which it, it really is too. Like you yeah. notice when you I, I find myself, and I'm sure you'd agree. Many others when you yeah. eat like real food, like yeah. just like what you're saying, that locally produced organic, it hasn't got any of the shit in it, you feel fucking amazing, which yeah. is, which is you know, one of the main drivers mm. or the sole reason I, I, I eat with you guys. I love the food. It's mm. tasty and it can be fucking, it must, it's obviously it can be tasty. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. you don't need all the trimmings and all that. It's tastier, man. Like, it's, it's, uh, it's real food. So you, you get so many more flavors washed over your palate when you mm. eat it because you can taste every single flavor. Mm. We're not buying something off the shelf that's sat there and um, it, it, it just turns, it's one flavor. Or it's not even a flavor, you know. If you buy like a sauce off the shelf, you just put yeah. that one flavor. You're not really getting all these different elements, you know. Yeah. So we produce all of our own sauces and things like that. Um, and the oils we use, you know, we're using real oils like... Um, Extra virgin olive oil, coconut oil, yeah. ghee, and butter. They're the only four you oils we taste. Use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so we're not using. I don't know how you, how you, what you think about like industrialized oils, but yeah. um, is that the seed, the yeah, seed, seed oils, oils, man? Seed -based and, and they've oils. got no flavor. So hydrogenated fats or something. Hydrogenated, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, and they're just Fuck. they're just poison, man. Like that if if I can, you know. If there's two well, two things to cut out of people's diets, it's mm. it's, it's that it's, it's industrialized oils and it's you know processed sugar, sugar. yeah, for sure, man. Like and it, and it impacts your health um, in so many ways, including mental health. That's a big part of where I am now. Yeah, and and you know if you look at the, the progression of my hospitality career, you know I've always, well, apart from my first one, always been in healthy hospitality. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I had a nutrition station where it was high protein. Um, but that was pretty much the health, the health call out. You know? yeah, Nothing yeah, else right. about it was really that. You know, um, was really that uh, that we didn't go into those details. Whereas mm. this one, we really look at all of it um, because you know inflammation can just cause so many dramas for, yeah. for health from pain and and, oh. and the mental health issues totally. you alluded to before. Totally. You eat shit, feel like shit, think like shit, exactly. do shit. Exactly. Shit all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's shit. Shit. <laughs> Don't be shit. Yeah, See? Right. Yeah. Fucking, he's a fucking hero. Right. Dude, you deserve a day off, bro. <laughs> You're saving the Sunshine Coast uh, one fucking tablespoon of coconut oil at a time. <laughs> Man, but it's 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 amazing. Like, your menu does reflect that. And yeah. I know you, you were talking before about community and how that's super important to be healthy. Yeah. Like, I look at um, yourself and your partner and, and it, 
like you guys are out there you're in the community every little charitable thing we've done you guys jump on mm. I understand you're a new business as well mm. and I just I just think that's fucking awesome like yeah. you guys are you're at all the sunny coast business events you support these guys you're over there yeah. like you you really are a man of purpose and, and yeah. intent and it's, it's awesome and yeah, it's yeah, fucking yeah. it's really cool and I think the Sunshine Coast is you know yeah we one we need that and two it's fortunate you're here and not in Penrith yeah well I mean it's <laughs> shout uh, out Penrith <laughs> Western City big we're going back yeah going back there um, but it's going back to the roots yeah it's uh, I mean it's a great community to be a part of and it's, an, it's, it's very easy to become a part of this community if you're willing to put in a bit of work to be honest like it's a very yeah. accepting community yeah. so that's uh, that's one part of it but um, I think that f- for mine that you know that change was uh, yeah that would it was well, I had a business failure and um, and that's what I said I was much different I was very uh, much about my biceps and um, you know lead singer of a band and CEO of the fastest growing health food or fast growing cafe chain in Australia at the time yeah, wow. he opened in the USA God and uh, had this uh, this ego on me man mm. and that's it was this massive ego and then um, the, well then that's when uh, I, you know, I mentioned that I had something happened so the 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 drummer in my band passed away, mm. uh, Nathan, and he was one of my best mates. And um, at the time, I just, uh, you know, got out of a long-term relationship, my high school sweetheart, um, you know, like uh, broken off with her. And uh, just before that happened, um, thinking that I was a legend, you know, I didn't talk to my family much, mm. um, didn't get involved in anything, you know, real, like, real in the community mm-hmm. you know it was all for show everything anything that I did was just for for the ego mm. and um, and then when that happened like you know you're singing in a band you're lead singer in a band you get up on stage and everyone's just stroking that ego all the time mm-hmm. and even and you don't like there's no um, there's no filter there's no sit, you know someone sifting through that stuff so mm-hmm. in, and when your business is going good certain people you attract certain people that just want to be part of that, mm. you know, and they're not there for you. They're not interested in you. Yeah. They're interested in, in those things that you can probably give them, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, that makes sense. And then, so when Nathan passed away, man, um, and uh, I, uh, like, yeah, just I rejected all the people that actually cared about me, like mm. thinking that I was a legend, man. So, interesting. So I, um, had this, you know, I'd never, I'd never suffered depression or anything before, and uh, I was suddenly depressed, and um, and all the people around me just, just sort of dropped off. Just yeah. Hold like, on a yeah. second. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, what's this low, low mood stuff going on? Yeah, like, like I was doing? always the life of the party man, and it was always um yeah. So so not having that anymore, um, and uh, and that's what made me realise like far out. I was a selfish, you know, person, and my life was quite hollow. Mm. and now no matter what happens like um, you know hopefully tragedy never strikes me again but um, like that but I've got a community that actually cares about me because I care about them mm. you know and um, and that's like a big part of this this concept is um, is, is that that whole like I said the, the health of you know not just the aesthetic side of it of eating a lot of protein and trying to put on some muscle yeah um you know holistically you know what are we putting in our body and how does that impact us mm. um you know i was on i was on medication after nathan passed away i was on all these medications 
uh, like uppers and downers and um, yeah. like just trying to stabilize my mood yeah you know but i was i was drinking and doing drugs and yeah um, crazy huh? you know like i can't believe that but i put the work in i did you know um a lot of therapy i mean you know i've mm. even spoken to yourself and, mm. and done some done some mind work with yourself mm. um you know like it, it it takes a lot of work um and that's why people just want to sort of like a pill, a magic pill, you yeah. know, rather than take responsibility to a degree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Give me the give me the pill. I mean, they have the time, and they they, they certainly. I I'm yeah, my I believe they certainly have a place. They can be a segue, a little bridge, a link between yeah, yeah to tragedy and illogical thinking. To you know. it certainly helped me get back on track, but um, it. it it's not something you should be on for the rest of your life. I know, man. And that's where I think that's where the system's a bit broken. Yeah. And uh, and I was really keen to, mate. I used it as an excuse. Mm-hmm. I used it. I was like, ah, oh, like if I was a bit, you know, a bit psycho, I was like, oh, I've got to have my medication. Mm-hmm. You know, that's and so I wasn't taking responsibility for it. Mm-hmm. You know, like if I was rude to someone, oh, it's because of these other reasons. Because you know, my mate's passed away and I'm going through all this shit. You know. Mm-hmm. It's not because I'm a shitty person. I've just got to take a tablet and make me better. You know, like that's, and and that's where and it's and it, you know, what are you eating? How are you sleeping? Like I'm, you know, if you if you're drinking, you know, like you've got to accept responsibility for all that stuff, mm. and that's hard. Like that takes time, and you know, you can't. I don't judge people who aren't at that point yet, and I still make mistakes all the time, like all the time. You know, like far out. It, it is it is hard. It's better. It, well, you know more, like you know, you know a lot about this, obviously. But um, you know, you've got certain factors like conditioning and environmental, and you know, the yeah, people you surround yourself with that affect all this stuff. But for me, the the big, you know, where the needle really moved was um, when I changed that part of my lifestyle and really focused on, you know, giving back community, but also like the food that I was putting in, in me. You know, like I know that sugars make me foggy and make me moody. Mm. You know, like. It's um, and and then you get a crash from it, you know. And I, even coffee. If I have too much coffee, you know, like I feel, I can't like I don't, I don't know if you get it, but yeah. Oh no, sorry, I'm sitting there going like it's like talking to a mirror. I'm yeah. like, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. it really, really affects me, man. Like yeah, yeah. what I put in my body really affects me, and I didn't know that until five, six years ago. You know, when all this stuff started happening, I started really being mm. a lot more intuitive to it all. And um, fuck, what a shift, mate! What yeah, a change! Yeah, holy and shit! And that's why the venue is what it is. You know, when I was a kid, I loved the environment, mm. and then and I wanted to be a scientist. I wanted to, um, you know, I loved, uh, I loved the ocean. Mm. Um, I loved animals. Loved. Uh, well, that's another story. But I loved birds in particular. <laughs> I, had, I had hundreds of birds in my backyard. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. I got a fucking jungle in my backyard, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I I loved all that, and then I moved away from that. You know, like you probably your teenage years, and you want to be cool, and um, it's very important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I let go of all those values, and then I bought that. You know, my business when I was nineteen, and I thought I was a fucking legend. You know, mm. I thought, oh look at me, I've, I'm the youngest guy that's ever owned this. You know, I had a Fred Rooster franchise. I thought that was a massive achievement, man. Red Rooster? Red Rooster franchise. Holy fuck. I can see yeah. the little integration here, birds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Breeding them to cooking them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <But> beautiful chickens. <laughs> yeah, man. But, um, 
And that's part of what got me on, you know, like it's all a journey, but that's where it started as well because... Uh, what a fucking interesting fun. dude you are, mate. Like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, man. But that's it. I got fat. I got fat from... Because I was always athletic because mm. as a kid and as yeah. a teenager. And then um, you go from... You go, you know, you, you move into working seven days a week. I mean, you're in business working seven days a week. Yeah. Eating, you know, chicken and chips every day. Yeah. Um, and you're not training anymore. I wasn't... wasn't playing sport or anything and uh, it just blew up that's what got me into protein shakes yeah. that's what got me into even being interested in nutrition yeah, you know yeah. like um, it's, it's funny like all these little things that happen along the way and, but then that's yeah that's what got me into nutrition and that's what got me into um, nutrition station mm. you know and then have had health concepts ever since and really been interested in all that stuff and then yeah um, and then just the personal learnings along the way is what it's brought it to now where it's all about holistic yeah you know, I love you I must admit mate I'm really impressed with your your generalised view of everything you know how people can become very specialised i.e. especially like when you were talking about nutrition mm. like the fucking the, the, the flashlight the torch is just focused over in that direction there mm. yeah there's so many other areas yeah. we can we can see yeah. um, broadly and like you're talking about you like you've got this cafe chain with healthy food you know you're ticking all the boxes locally sourced sustainable organic um, all of these types of gluten-free pesticide free mm. but then you're also talking about the importance of sleep you're talking mm. about the importance of you know managing stress being active mm. all these all these awesome points mm. that i think as a collective we we forget yeah. that there's so many you don't need to be like 100 percent all dialed in on the nutrition mm. it's kind of like let's just tick the few boxes in these areas good sleep most of the time you know yeah, yeah. stress a little less eat some good food yeah be part of a community have some passion have some intent mm. or you know give a bit yeah and mate it just sounds like you've just fucking almost like stripped off this old version yeah and stepped into this new view that's just fucking yeah man on fire yeah it's well it's it's over time like yeah. um you know and I'd, I'd put sleep number one actually yeah, so if i was to two you know so sleep number one diet um sleep diet exercise sunlight you know oh, like getting out in the sun is, yeah. is so important that vitamin d that's that and that, that mindfulness that mindfulness is sort of just across the board um but I, I don't think you can have good mindfulness um if you're not getting you know those four things right anyway it's going to affect it as they say like and, and, and you said this before as well you said such good shit man i can't wait to listen back to this <laughs> um like your environment yeah. affects your behavior and and from my point of view environment is obviously your internal environment yeah so what you're putting in there that's going to affect you know again eat shit feel like shit yeah and then your external environment who you're hanging out with yeah um you know where do you work what yeah. do you do how do you spend your spare time like mm. that's going to affect behavior oh, totally. and the way we think totally man um yeah like the the stuff that we do for community um, you know, I, I, I often say it's not particularly selfless. It's it's very selfish, you know, mm. because I feel really good about doing stuff in the community, you know, <laughs> helping other people, and it's and it lasts, you know, like it's not like um, 
instant gratification where you might eat some shit, you know, you eat something real sugary, you feel good for a second or something mm. like that. It literally is a second, it's what, it's it in is, the mouth, man. you're like, fuck, this is like Tim Tam fucking heaven. It is, man. <laughs> or even like going out and getting drunk, you know, mm. like, it might feel good for that night, but you feel like shit physically and mentally after that, you know, it's draining. Well, I know I do. Um, I fucking definitely. And you don't do it. Like generally you don't do anything good, you know, and you, that's, and over time, like it just erodes at your soul and you feel quite hollow. Whereas if you, you know, if you go out um, and you're, contribute you know, just anything you contrib- we do beach cleans we're doing beach clean tomorrow yeah. you know um you know so we do beach clean for one of our venues every nearly every weekend i saw that actually yeah yeah, yeah man like it's it's mad you go out and you you get up early you have a coffee we we shout around coffee and um these swap and go cups you you meet new people all these randoms just show up you walk down to the beach you're picking up rubbish so you get some sunlight you're just chatting to people man yeah. like it's it's not a chore. Like yeah. it's not. It's not a chore at all. It's cool. Like you talk. You meet all these cool people, um, and you're contributing to the to your own health. You're getting sunlight. You yeah. Get you're building community because you make meet new people. Taking fucking boxes. You and you're helping the environment mm. by taking all these single plastics off the beach. Mm. Um, man, you feel so good. After how often that. do you do them, Jim? Or how often? every week, man, from one of the venues. So we do them about once a month from each venue. Gotcha. Because gotcha. we've got multiple venues, there's one happening every week. So wow. we've got we've got two happening tomorrow. We've got one from Kiwana and one from Waterloo, like from a Sydney venue. We'll have to um we'll have to get the links and the details. I have to grab them off here because I'll put yeah, them cool. the, the down below in the content. So yeah, people, because that sounds fucking incredible. Yeah. That is awesome. And I actually I must admit it was only because I was scratching around for a bit having a look yeah. that I saw it and I thought. That's fucking so cool. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's so easy, man. It's so much better than just running a cafe day to day. You know, like we do all this cool shit. To be honest, mm. um, like you, we, we've got uh, like all these cool projects, man. Mm. Um, you know, we're about to uh, get this uh, blue certification. It's this UN um, certification for mm. uh, sustainability. Yeah, we are. Not, uh, I'm gonna. It's gonna put me under pressure now. Um, <laughs> but uh, we're gonna potentially be the first business not just first cafe first business in australia to get this um blue ticket approval from the un for sustainability practices yeah we've, we've got a manager in our business chad his name is he's our community and green partners manager his whole role is uh to make us the most sustainable business possible so we've got a dedicated resource that's what he does mm. um and so you know he's got you know we've got six bins six different bins going into every venue so that we're Collecting different, um, you know, we're not th- we're not it's not going into uh, into landfill, just into the one or all shit in the yeah. Bin. So yeah. you can recycle most of that stuff. Mm. Um, you know, if you most cafes would probably have a couple of garbage bags, you know, every single day. Mm. We can um, this new process that we've got out of those two two garbage bags that you normally have every day. You'd be able to hold in one hand, in the palm of one hand, what will actually go in landfill if you separated all that. So you can imagine the difference, like we're just one business, you know, but we want to have, we want to make an impact. But yeah. imagine every business did that, you know. Um, you, you look, it's not very hard to look at the impact that single-use plastics or waste, yeah, in yeah, particular, yeah. it's more of the war on waste for us, um, that the impact that waste has, um, you know, but it's, so there's, so there's things like that, that that we're doing, but that's cool, man. Like that's so that cool to be a part of, you cool. know, like he's, he's tracking as well all the metrics of the, um, you know, 
how much landfill we're uh, you know how much landfill we're, we're stopping, mm. um, but then also what comes out of that. Like part of the we we like our soft plastics yeah. goes is donated to this company that makes chairs for schools. You know, so then he tracks then all this like where it's going and what it's doing. Oh um, my god! Imagine getting that collective sort of it's not consciousness, collective intent. Getting yeah. one other business, five other businesses, exactly ten that. other businesses doing that. Yeah. That's what can you It's mad, man. I, we actually poached Jesus him Christ. from the Sunshine Coast Council. Sorry, council. We poached him from council. <laughs> he was running their Aspire. He was running their Aspire program, and which is called like a circular economy program. Yeah. So it's uh, you know what's your waste product that another business might use. Mm. You know, so um, okay. so that's his and he set up a number of other organisations like mainly plastic free organisations. Yeah. Um, but he was running this Aspire program mm. uh, because the thing is, yeah, most people, uh, well, there's, there's generally someone else that wants your waste. Yeah. You know, it's like um, when you're a kid and you see those trash and treasure, you yeah. know, people are taking sure. that, you know. I but, still scratch around in everybody's yeah, shit. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, good as a kid, you know, you, yeah, you yeah. go over to this trash and treasure. Kids like that shit, Fucking man. roller skates. Cool. Yeah, roller skates. <laughs> but what, our society now just throws all this shit out. Yeah, you know, like, oh, 100%. It, you yeah. can reuse all of this stuff, man. Even like that, you know, I love now that there's even groups where you can, um, you know, there's Facebook groups where you've got a community and they'll have one drill, for instance, because I know me, I'm not a handyman, right? Yeah, nor me. But I might need a drill once once a year. Just so for a Christmas I party or something. For his high somebody, but, <laughs> what, but, you know, if you need something like that, everyone has all this shit in their, yeah, yeah, in their yeah. garage or yeah. in their house that they just fucking barely use, use, you know? Yeah. So why aren't we sharing this stuff? Um, or, you know, why aren't we upcycling it, you know? Why aren't we giving it to somebody else? Um, it's, you know, like, yeah. it's, it's crazy, the, the, the conditioning, you know, we're such a, you know, the consumerism is what it is. Mm. Um, you know, and I, I get, I'm not, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm a believer in the economic model. Like, I'm, mm. I'm a believer in what we're doing. I think that you should reward hard work. And, mm. I, I, you know, so I'm not... I'm sort of sitting in the middle of, of that, I suppose, that left and right wing. Of, yeah. You know, I run a business myself, so I don't believe that everything should just be shared without work being put in. Yeah. And I think that people should be rewarded for that. But I do think that we could do things much better, and I do think there is corporate greed that affects this stuff happening, and that's when you get consumerism because you've got people that want to squeeze more and more money, and then they don't contribute to the environment. They don't contribute mm. to health. Or they greenwash. They tell you that they're doing these great things. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if we want to get here, but like um, the Maccas is a prime example. To yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like they sponsor Clean Up Australia Day. Mate, they are the worst. Their, their product is the worst that's out there. Yeah. You know, it's, it's you got any beach. When we do these cleanups, half it's from Maccas. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and then so it's a bit of a, well, we sponsor one day a year where people go around and yeah, do yeah. this shit. Uh, I mean, that's not bad. That's good that they're doing that, but they're doing it. I don't think they're doing that for the right reasons. If they're doing it for the right reasons, why isn't all their packaging 100% compostable like yeah. ours? We're a small business with much less money than them, mm. and we have 100% compostable packaging. Mm. You know? I think it comes down to that intent and that, well, you know, what's the purpose of that whole thing? But like you said, it's the corporate machine. Yeah, man. Just tons of money, just spitting it out. They don't. Yeah, I think again the intent's so different. Like you, yeah. you're you're passionate, you're driven, you're giving back, like literally giving back in yeah. more ways than one, lots of different ways. 
Um, and I think that's that's where it comes down to. Yeah. What's, the, what's the whole purpose of Macca's? I mean, even... I was just thinking about them when you were saying even their fucking French fries. You think about foods as human beings like the most addictive things salt, sugar and fat oh, is that right? salt, sugar and fat yeah. and a french fry has got all fucking three oh, it's highly which palatable is, which is one like who the fuck can eat one fry oh, like man. if you're going to go open that door you're I fucked s- I smash them man yeah you just that and Cadbury chocolate man yeah. I- <laughs> Do you know there's no chocolate in a Tim Tam? Like, no real chocolate? Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, I found that out a, a little that. while ago, but it's True. a complete chemical shit fight. Yeah, I, I believe that. Yeah. Fucking off to Tim Tam Island, just smashing Tim Tams. They taste good, eh? No. <laughs> <laughs> They're fucking incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking like smearing myself. That's part of the problem, hey? Like, yeah. we're, so, we're so conditioned to that. And we're not, it's not yeah. even like a... Um, a sometime thing anymore you know yeah. it's like we used to I think that even I'm, I'm only 34 and like mm. I've I've seen that where it used to be you'd have a dessert or demand not really my family but um, you know that was supposed to social norm you'd have dessert so there's that one sweet treat a day yeah um, and then you know often it wasn't what we now consider dessert like now it's really you know extravagant but yeah. um then you wouldn't be eating chocolate every day. You wouldn't see people now. It's it's a it's a pretty common thing to see people stop at a servo, pick up a chocolate when they go there. Yeah, hundred It's not just so because when you talk about balance as well, like far out, I'm not here being a narc and I'm not gonna like be calling everyone out for eating whatever or for you know using single use plastics and blah blah. Just my thing is just try to do a little bit better. Just do make a couple of changes to be a bit yeah. better, you know, yeah. and, and do that over time. But I mean, it's it's interesting to see all that, and I think that I think that is the consumerism, man. Like you can't get away from it, can you? And it's so palatable, it tastes so fucking good, and yeah. it's there all the time, and it's uh, cheap as shit. You can buy like you can go in and buy chocolate for ninety cents, man. Like from the set, I, I'm always talking about servos. That's how they servos. One thing I do like about the servo is uh, you get the dollar coffee type number. Oh, true. Oh, I, I just get the black coffee. Yeah, it's yeah. a buck. Yeah, yeah, I'm like fucking. This, this yeah, I've done that on the road. Get those, get yeah. those dollar coffees. Gives me a slice of happiness. Hopefully, you're using a um, a keep cup, man, when you're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, mate, I can't lie to you, Jimmy. I'm one of those fuckwits coming to grab a new cup every time. Well, bro, there's, there's even a cool thing. So we do this thing called. Um, Green, well, we use it's green caffeine, so these guys from Climate, oh, South Wales, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where um, it's a cup that if you come in to a servo friend, this is servo should use it because if you yeah. come in and you've forgotten a keep cup, you can borrow one like a library book. And someone like 7 Eleven, this would be great an issue for them. There's one little change they could make because then you can take that back to any other 7 Eleven, yeah. right? So as long as you bring it back within 30 days, you don't get charged for it. Same as a library book, you know, you don't get charged for it unless you don't give it back. So, um, you know, like things like that, you know, and this is a, like Green Caffeine, they put it into all of our venues for free. It doesn't cost me anything to put that in there. Every cafe could do this. Every servo could do that. Yeah, again, it's that collective intent. Yeah. Everybody on board somehow, some way. Yeah, it's a great initiative, man. And um, it's just crazy that, you know, we, and their whole thing is, you know, to to minimise waste, to to recondition us, to stop thinking of, Everything's disposable because that's where we're at. That's that's sort of mm. that's the paradigm shift that it we need to have. Shift, yeah. um, you know that we need to get to that. Well, everything is just easy. Yeah. You know, let's let's you know keep it convenient. You can go to there and you can get one of these cups, mm. um, but it's then that, you just got to take it back. Yeah, it's that resort. It's almost like we look because I remember growing up 
in the eighties and stuff like that, and mm. um, you know, like my grandfather and stuff, like everything. Like if you've got a hole in your pants, fucking mm. grandma's there with a needle and thread. You know, it's not just oh, there's a little hole, ditch it, get mm. something else. Yeah, and same with the TV. TV shits itself. Granddad's in the fucking backyard for half a day trying to figure yeah. out how to get the TV going, as opposed to let's just bin it, yeah, and chuck it out on the you know front lawn or in the landfill or whatever. They were just so resourceful. Yeah, um, I mean, but obviously dropping the ball in other areas, but. Is that globalism as well? Like, it's so easy now to buy a shirt for a dollar, you know? So if your shirt gets a hole in it, you go to Kmart. Mm. I'm not even kidding, a dollar for a shirt, you know, mm. like, or five bucks max if you go on Kmart and BW. That is insane. Yeah, like, you cool. look at that and you go, how do they do that? And that's when you start thinking, right? That's when you, instead of looking at just that price tag, you go, how are they doing that? Yeah. How much are these people getting paid for one thing yeah. to produce this? Yeah. Where is this product coming from and what is it made out of? Is it a synthetic material? How are they producing it so cheap? Because natural products are generally more expensive. Yeah. Um, you know, and how they're then transporting it as well. How are they doing all of that mm. for, and still making money off a product that they're selling at a retail level for a fucking dollar? Yeah. Like you just start to think of all that and that's yeah. when the dominoes start to fall and you start going, oh, maybe I should make some, maybe I should look into this a little bit yeah. and make some better choices around this stuff. It'd be fucking terrifying to crack open that box. Oh, bro, it is. Oh my it God. It is, man. You should see there's these fucking uh, islands where there's, well, there's a couple of things. So there's islands, I don't know if you've seen these islands where it's just dumped for, for single plastics for one thing, but then there's these deserts, uh, I forget what they are, that are just... Um, mountains of clothes. Oh, mountains! My God. I'm not even exaggerating when I say mountains, man. Like, you, you it's, it's a, you should Google Google this stuff, man. I wish we had. Uh, I wish this was Jane. Uh, what's it called? Um, <laughs> oh, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Jamie, <laughs> Jamie, <laughs> Jamie, just look that up for us, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but like mountains of clothes, man. Yeah. Um, that are just there as waste. Like people wear it a couple of times and and then send it and then it, so it's transported over here. We put it in those Vinnie's bins or whatever because we think we're doing a good thing. They don't use most of it. Mm. They send it back off overseas, back to where it came from. Oh, my God. Fuck, man. Just look at the journey of that. And um, there's, there's, I mean, there's uh, Natalie uh, from 100, what is it? Um, oh, shit, now I'm under pressure. I'm not going to get this right in my head. 100 million women, I think it is. She was fast fashion. Okay. She's got a pretty cool story. She was fast fashion. She had a company that did, or maybe not fashion, other products, right? And she was, she saw what her product was doing. So she had all these great ambitions for it. And then she went to Meyer and David Jones and they said, oh, we want it for this price. So she mm-hmm. had to then package it in plastic and then it was all throwaway shit. And then she said she went to, um, it was like the Christmas sales and she went to Christmas, she saw people like lining up and buying all this product. And she was bittersweet because awesome her business is going well and then she's just going where's all this shit going to go now mm. you know and um and so she she's actually created a mad organization 100 million women i think that one's called um where she sort of is trying to educate people about this where's it coming from you yeah. know um and it's the same with food man like i know that you know like our, our product costs more but we know where it comes from all my people know where it comes from like yeah. we, we we do we do tours uh, with our staff, taking them to the farms, with it, meeting the, the farmer. Like this morning, you know, I was just in Kiwana just before I came here, a Kiwana venue and Dean from Pig in the Middle drops off our pork, you know, like the literal, the farmer that's, that's producing this product 
is the farmer that's dropping it off, is the person that's dropping it off to our, to our venue. I know where that product comes from. I know how it's raised. I know what it's fed. You know, mm. I, I know everything about that. Um, you know, if I, if I go to, um, again, just throw another big brand out there. If I go to coffee club, do I know where that bacon's come from? Do I know where, how that's processed? Mm. Is that, you know, most most bacon in Australia, like if it's sold at Coles and Woolies or if it's from one of these big chains, it's from overseas. 90% of the bacon you're buying at Coles and Woolies is from overseas. Oh, my God. And the standards they have isn't aren't the standards that we have, you know. And it's all it's all treated, it's all cured with chemical nitrates. Yeah. So our our product is like chemical nitrate free. So we we still use nitrates, but it's a it's natural. It's a um um uh, celery juice, you know. Yeah, so right. it's cured with celery juice. So when you see bacon cooking and all the fluid just comes pissing out, and this nice yeah. big bit of bacon that you got from Coles in some life, yeah, like, man. what the fuck? Well, that's probably more the fat content. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I want my fucking celery juice. Want my celery juice bacon. But, but I mean that color. I mean, the, you can look at the color of it. But it's yeah, just, yeah. Again, it's just chemical shit storm. We're so conditioned to it, man. And like, I know, you know, people that I talk to, even my own family. Once upon a time, I think they've come around a little bit now. But you know, when I was talking about this stuff, you know, when I've really get into it, sort of five, six years ago, mm. thought I was a bit of a kook, you know, like, mm. well, we all eat this stuff every day. We're not dying. But we are, yeah. we are. You look at cancer rates, man. You look at metabolic yeah. metabolic illness. You yeah. know, you look at inflammation, like that. You know, all of them have mental health disorders. Mental health, man, and shit like that. You look at all of it, and there's other things with it. You know, it's not just the inputs. It's not just the food. It's the environment. It's 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 this whole social media thing that we've got going. It's it's you know we can't nobody read fucking books anymore. They look at fifteen second content on social yeah, media. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like, like I've gone the other way. I can't stop fucking reading. Polar, uh, you know, but we're, we're a minority, I suppose. It's good, man. And it's, and it's the same as junk food, man. It's very palatable, this 15-second mm. content, you know. Mm. Um, but it's uh, it's junk information. You know? So true. It's junk information. Mate, I reckon we could talk for about six hours, I reckon. Just okay. solid. We, I don't think we'd come up for a breath of air, you and I. Can. I can. hell. Yeah, bro. Mate, I think this is really incredible. Um, yeah. Everything that you have shared. I'm gonna, I, look, I can't wait. It's not often I will chat to somebody and I think... I'll even fucking listen to that. <laughs> There's so many like, and even for those before I even turned the video on, Jimmy was dropping gold nuggets, and I'm like, fuck, that's probably like the best thing I've heard in ages. And I hadn't pushed, <laughs> pushed record. I'm like, fuck, we didn't uh, ever get there. We oh my god, that. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, mate, like, I'm a big believer. There's no such thing as failure. There's no such thing as mistakes. There's mm. only feedback. Mm. Um, yeah. Did you, you have told me that actually? That's yeah, and it's a like look. It's a good one, one. and because yeah. uh, myself, like everyone else, I make you know make mistakes. I do some dumb shit, even when I think I'm fucking polishing the edges. I still you know make mistakes, and so I look look at that very much as a as a lesson. As you know, what do I learn from that? Getting some feedback. So with that being said, to kind of summarize and 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 um, finish up our podcast. Mm. What's what's a bit of a bit of feedback you might have received in the last couple of months mm. that you think you know could could help somebody else that's out there in a small business or even even in the context of being healthy? Um, what's a bit of feedback that you've had, um, mate? Oh, I've got internal dialogue all the time. You know, um, <laughs> always giving myself feedback. Fuck, it's like talking to a mirror. I'm sitting there thinking, yep. <laughs> um, but no, I uh, I got um, I got some good feedback actually from a mate of mine, um, Michael Fox. I call him out. He's uh, he's got a vegan meat company. Um, Shout out, Michael. Yeah, <clears throat> favorite food. Um, 
it's good business up here. And uh, and I've got all these, obviously, these community practices that we do, um, you know, but he, he pulled me up on sort of being a little bit incongruent um, to my own values, you know. Um, oh, a champion. Yeah, but he did it in a really, in a really good way, um, you know, and I think that it's good to, uh, I think it's good to, like we get, you sort of get out of yourself and you, you, you're not, you're not present sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, for me, I'm always a million, I'm always looking, you know, years ahead, you know, mm-hmm. so I'm always in that point, you can forget about what's happening around you and you forget about, um, like it's a different thing for me. It's not even, it wasn't even an ego thing. You know, I think I'm pretty good with that whole ego thing now, but I was definitely sort of neglecting people around me. Mm. Um, and, you, you know, for your personal life and for your business, you just can't do that. And no. that's incongruent. You know, I'm talking here about trying to help people and I'm not helping myself. I'm not helping the people that are closest to me or the people that are good to me. Mm. Um, you wow. know, so just pulling back and 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 stepping and, and you know, auditing yourself and... and uh, I think that's really important to just keep remembering to do that no matter what, you know, what your goals are. Love that, man. I love that word, congruence. Mm. You know, as you said, being incongruent or out of alignment and alignment, those Mm. types of things. Um, What a great fucking point. Yeah, yeah, because we do. We do, a lot of us um, get caught up in the momentum of things. Mm. Things that really, at the end of the day, it's not the important people in the world, and it may not be, you know, high on your uh, values list. But mm. for some reason, yeah, we're we're going down another pathway enthusiastically at hundred miles an hour, yeah, and losing sight of what is important. Yeah, and what a fucking champion of a dude to come out and yeah. say, "Come on, man, get back in line and stay in line," type thing with what's yeah. important with you. Yeah, but do it in a way as well that um, just sort of made me realise not. You, know, you don't have to be harsh. You don't have to yeah. lose friends over shit. You know, yeah. or you don't have to. Delivery is everything, isn't it? It is, man. And and not judge. You know, not not having judgment about that stuff. Yeah. You know, everybody makes mistakes. I think so. You know, hundred oh, percent. And I, I, that's something that I'm hard. You know, I find it really hard because I'm quite judgmental of myself. So mm. I can I can deliver deliver it quite in that way. You know, where it's mm. a bit judgy sometimes, um, which isn't isn't good for anyone. You know, people people just need support really. Mm. So. Um, yeah, thanks, Michael, for that. that was Fucking shout out, good. Michael. Good thanks, Lord, mate. mate. Yeah, giving us all a bit of a, a, a reminder. It's a good reminder, man. I actually think that's fantastic. Yeah, I yeah. need it too. I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, fucking hell. Could you Tell come you. up with anything else? Tell you another good guy. You know, I just saw it here, actually, something. Um, oh, Nathan. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah legend of a boy. He's another passionate man. Mate, he's awesome. He, uh, he was nearly wearing his T-shirt, actually. I thought I forgot my fucking work shirt. And true. I saw his community <laughs> service shirt. I'm like, fuck, well, that would be all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he's a good dude. He, he actually, is, he is, man. I, I was selling my um, Harley, right? Mm. He said he offered me <laughs> ten dollars a week on a payment plan. <laughs> I'm like, I like you, bro. I really like you, Nathan. But fucking ten bucks a week, you'll be fucking ninety eight by the time you pay that off. I love you, man, but not that much. You get a new Harley? Was that? You, you... I'm actually, I'm done. done. I'm done with the bike riding. I think it's, yeah. it's a combination of my date of birth and uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not as. Um, Few close calls, yeah, as yeah. well. You know how some whether you believe in fucking the universe, higher power, fucking the elephant with eight arms, whatever his name yeah. is. No disrespect, but whatever <laughs> fucking his name is. And sometimes you get these whispers, yeah, like, yeah. "Don't do that. You're yeah, a yeah. fucking idiot. Don't yeah, yeah. do that." And those whispers start to become a scream. 
yeah. like you get fucking yelled at don't do that yeah and so i had a handful of those over mm. the last three months and the thing with motorbike riding this is like we're fucking going miles off now but the thing with That's motorbike true. riding in in my point my perspective whether you're right whether you're wrong whether it's your fault or whether it's another driver's fault you're dead anyway do you know what I mean? Like it's very unforgiving, mm-hmm. and that and that's morbid, you know. But it, I think reality, my um, yeah. mortality, uh, it, I've been reminded a little bit. And yeah. like I said, there were a handful of whispers. Got one screen the other day. P played. I wasn't looking. I don't think I might have followed said person for a little bit. And it was it was a young lady, so that made it awkward. <laughs> but it wasn't she wasn't on her phone. I can't tell an awesome story about some fuckwit texting and not yeah. looking. She just didn't see me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a great example of not really her fault. Just mm. didn't see me. Mm. Not my fault. But could have been dead anyway. Mm. So I'm like, radio. There it is. I'll just and I barely fucking use it. Yeah. I surf all the time. Yeah, Surfing's yeah. good enough for me, man. It gives yeah. me. Um, Gives me many different levels of happiness. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> My, have you sold it? Yeah. You already sold it? Yeah, not to Nathan for 10 bucks a week though, bro. But mate, um, yeah, cool. Jimmy, I just want to again thank you for today. I had, as you can see, ladies and gentlemen, I had a few notes there. They're don't not even, notes, don't, don't even <laughs> attempt to. And to be honest, I couldn't fucking <laughs> read them anyway. Hieroglyphs. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> so even pidgin english you can't read those but mate you are a super interesting dude the sunny coast is fucking very lucky to have you i'm yeah. super thankful to call you a friend i love your food i love what you do and uh, i will definitely be getting involved with picking up some litter and stuff like that cool. and at the bottom of this podcast today i'll put the links to uh jimmy's good work into the cafes and if in the highly unlikely event you haven't been into any of their cafes do yourself a favor you'll feel fucking amazing after you chow down on some of their food i love a sneaky uh paleo breakfast type number it's got all the meat the sauerkraut the greens who feels bad after eating greens and i have a banana bread chaser which is <laughs> which is that sweet thing without making you feel like an asshole you don't need to go to tim tam island you can get some uh banana bread with some beautiful butter lovely coffee and fucking great conversation too So, thank you so much, man. Thank you. Got nothing but love. Cheers, brother. Awesome. The Pure Jamie Milne Podcast. Podcast.